Welcome to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Rajka, your host, and Don Kennedy, my co-host is here. Hello, Good Dawn. morning. Good morning. Good morning. Well, I tell you what, it's a it's a brand new day. His mercies are new every morning. Hallelujah. I need them today. <laughs> I do too. I need his new mercies every, every morning, day. every second, actually. Yes. <laughs> Thank God they're available all the time. In the renewal spirit. Yes. Renewing spirit of God. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Amen. And in fact, today we're going to be talking about, we're going to be continuing um, but each each message is standalone, so don't feel like because you missed any of the other ones that this one won't make sense because they will. Each one of them is standalone. But we're we've been talking about willpower or God power, mm-hmm. right? And we've done several different lessons from it. Today it's going to be willpower or God power. It's still under that heading, but we're going to be uh, talking about habitually living and behaving in the newness of life. H- how we do that? I mean. We've, we've been talking about habits, Dawn, our New Year's habits mm-hmm. and just life habits, how, how we get uh, ingrained in a certain behavior. Maybe we learned it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was modeled before us. You know, that happens so much. And, you, you know, uh, what you see mom and daddy do, older brother, older sister, or teachers, we, we have the capacity to help shape people's lives uh, for good or or for evil, uh, but thank God for grace and mercy, and yes. and you know even even if you weren't always listen, none of us moms and dads are perfect, right? And even when we make mistakes, Man, you're you know blowing what? my bubble this morning. <laughs> I thought I did it all perfect, right? right? Well, you know, wouldn't it be nice if we were so perfect and that <laughs> it translated over in everything we did? Where we are holy and perfect and righteous in Christ, but sometimes our walking around and behavior hasn't quite caught up with our position, mm-hmm. our experience sometimes has not caught up with our position in Christ. And so, but we've been kind of joking about how, you know, New Year's Day, you make a New Year's resolution and I'm going to lose 75 pounds in two months, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Three days later, you're back to eating that chocolate ice cream that you... It's impossible. I haven't seen anything. (laughs) Right, right. Just forget it. Forget the whole thing. (laughs) I haven't lost 10 pounds, you know, in three days. But we give up. And... uh, and sometimes we think, you know, more serious stuff, you know, as in um, breaking off and breaking a, a bad uh, habit uh, that has ingrained itself in you of pornography or uh, depression uh, or, you know, addiction. alcoholism, addiction, mm-hmm. all these things that uh, are just negative thinking even, mm-hmm. even yeah, that's you know? A terrible, yeah, that's a terrible one right yeah. there. Yeah, uh, or a certain way speaking or or treating people a certain way that you're like, you know, Lord, I, I can come up higher. I want to come up higher. Mm-hmm. I want there to be a change. And thank God that, uh, you know, he transformed, he's, he we are not we are not to be conformed to this world, but he be transformed by the renewing of our mind, right? That transform transformative power of the word of God, of the presence of God, and prayer. You know, asking for help. Mm-hmm. And so we're we've been speaking about that and how that um even in the we we looked at the old testament, old covenant versus the new testament, new covenant. And how that the Old Testament was law. And what it did is it pointed out the sin, mm-hmm. right? 
it, it condemned the sinner in that it pointed out the sin. However, it served a purpose because it showed us uh, the uh, God's righteousness, the the moral and ethical code that we should follow, right? But it, and it didn't, showed how we needed a savior. Yeah, <laughs> right. That we needed. We had to have a savior that we can't save ourselves. Guys, when you begin to really realize that you are not your own savior, you are not the savior for anyone else. And you cry out to God. And even as Christians, I've been a Christian for 46 years, right? 40 years, excuse me, 40 years. And I have to cry out all the time. And there, uh, Lord, not to get saved all over again to go to heaven because it's written in blood. My name's written in the book. I'm going mm -hmm. because I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I believe he is the son of the living God. He was born to a virgin. He came to seek and to save that was lost. He brought me to himself. I cried out. I confessed my sins. I believed what he said, that he would wipe out my sin and that I ha I'm reconciled to God and I'll be with him in eternity. But Beyond that, we have to have that understanding that you can cry out to him in different areas. I still, Lord, Lord, put a guard at my mouth. Help me, Lord, to, to say that a different way. You know, mm -hmm. whatever it may be, I'm crying out to him because he's the enablement. He, the Holy Spirit empowers us. So the Old Testament, it covered sins. It didn't eradicate it. It pointed out the sin, but it, it did not provide the power uh, to break it off, we had to have a savior, mm -hmm. right? So the New Testament is uh, a covenant of the blood of Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. What he did on the, in his death, burial, and resurrection. And so now we live by grace and not by law. Praise God. Praise Thank God. You, praise God. We don't have we to. We all deserve to die. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God he became our substitute. Uh -huh. right. Thank yeah. the Lord that he, he chose to become as us, to die as us. Uh, to lay down his life for us. And he was the perfect sacrifice without blemish. They had to, in the Old Testament, Dawn, they had to like, bring a, a lamb without blemish, without a spot. In other words, perfection. Mm -hmm. And there was not ever one person on this earth but Jesus Christ who walked this earth and was sinless. And, there, and the penalty for sin is death. And the, the, there's life in the blood. Uh, the blood had to be shed to cancel our, our sin debt, right? Mm -hmm. Even in the garden, remember Adam and Eve, uh, when they sinned and they, they were tempted and they sinned and uh, it brought death in, but G then the God himself had to kill an animal, a sacrifice of an animal with that blood, blood the life is in the blood, to cover them with animal skins. That because you there has to be that shedding of blood, which Jesus Christ did. And so now being in the New Testament, thank God, I don't have to go to church on Sunday morning bringing a dove or a ram or a lamb or any such thing. Praise God. I don't have to have anybody advocate for me. Right. I can go straight to the Savior myself. <laughs> yeah, right. We, he is my high priest. Yes, he is our high priest. We don't have to go to a man who himself has to repent of his own sins. Mm -hmm. You know, the high priest would have to go and repent for the sins of the nations for his own, for his own sin as well, uh, for there to be a the, covering, not an eradication. Yeah, there's nothing that priest can do that's going to cover anything I did. Right. There's nothing he can tell me to do other than asking Jesus to be my 
my healer and savior in that moment and mm-hmm. asking him to forgive me. Mm-hmm. Nothing else that priest can provide yeah. is going to make atonement for anything that I've done wrong. Exactly. Jesus already did it all. Jesus, there's nothing left to be done to provide for your salvation. There's salvation in no other name right. but Jesus. Mm-hmm. So coming into that place of accepting the sacrifice of everything he did, here's, here's what we're trying to get to. Every area of your life should be, is covered by, not should be, is covered by, if you accept Christ, is covered to where there is help, there's strength, there's provision to overcome. Uh, there, it, it provides for every area of your life. So that's why last week we looked at Isaiah 53. He's wounded for our transgressions, you know, going beyond the established limits and, and, and that sin. Uh, he was bruised for our iniquities, that certain bent that we lean towards, that certain sin that kind of, you know, j- tries to lure you. Um, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace, shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing fragmented, safety in mind, body, and estate was upon him. Uh, he was bruised. That's a bleeding on the inside. So those those things on the inside internal, of you that you... Inter- inter- internal wounds. Internal wounds. Yeah, that's a good way to put mm-hmm. it, that he... He paid for that. In other words, every area of your life, there is a provision already made through the blood of Jesus. Jesus just didn't shed his blood on the cross. He shed it even beforehand Mm -hmm. in several in different places and while on the cross. And and so I think the best way to honor the blood of Jesus and his sacrifice is to appropriate it in every area of our life. Does that make sense? Right. Mm-hmm. To where we take that provision for our physical healing, for um, uh, for reconciliation in our family, you know, uh, we've been all given that ministry. For whatever it may be, Jesus was rejected. Uh, he, he was spat upon. Uh, he was beaten. He was bruised. And he bore all of it for us. And it wasn't just, if, I, if I've said it once, I've said it a dozen times in this series, it wasn't just for our eternal salvation. Thank God for it. Or like you in always heaven. say, or he would have taken us when it yeah. happened, right? Okay, right. you got saved, let's go. Yeah, beam pull, me up. Pull you out before you yeah. have any chance to go backwards. No. Right, no. <laughs> he, he, yes, our eternal salvation. Thank God for it. Yes, I don't want to burn accept Christ, right? <laughs> no, I want to be with him. But the, the, the thing is, is if that was all that there was, then why did Jesus have to go through all that other, other you know, before and during? You know, why did he walk through all these things? It's for us. Mm-hmm. It was so that we could appropriate his grace, his mercy, his power, his provision, his healing, whatever it is. I mean, salvation, soteria, that word means preservation, healing, prosperity, even means happiness. Uh, it's rescue. It's so many different things that doesn't just apply to snatching us out of here and taking us to heaven. It applies to our everyday walking around on this earth. And so that grace of God. So how do, okay, then how do we do that? How do we walk in that? How, how do we get broken free from something, even as Christians, uh, you know, much less than someone that doesn't know God. Mm-hmm. But even as born again Christians, uh, how, there's so many people, sadly, 
sadly, the statistics and the and the serv- uh, reports uh, statistics and I forget what the word is, but anyway, prove that there's so many people sitting in churches that are born again that are enslaved to pornography, you know, that are are addicted to drugs or alcohol, uh, so many different things. There is a devil in this world. Mm-hmm. And uh, he doesn't, just because you become a Christian doesn't make you immune to his temptations. I wish it did. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, it would be great, but it doesn't. <laughs> or just just being a slave to your own flesh, what your flesh tells you to do. Whatever it wants to do, okay, that's what we'll do. You know, and, and how do we break free from that? So that was a long introduction, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, y'all can just have to hang with me. <laughs> <laughs> but we, today, though, we want to talk about to how to habitually live and behave in newness of life. If there, you know what, if, if there was some kind of um, a miraculous pill that we could take that we could lose 75 pounds overnight... That'd be awesome, and it'd be safe. And everybody'd probably be jumping yeah. on that bad wagon. Right, we, everybody, everybody'd have that pill. <laughs> but it, it doesn't work that way. No, it requires a little work and a little participation, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, and and you know, changing some thought patterns, mm-hmm. changing some behavior patterns, and but you know, the word says that we can do all things through Christ. Nothing is impossible to him that believes. And uh, he, you know, he empowers us to be able to overcome. We're overcomers. Right. Thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Right. And so then in Romans, it talks about sin shall no longer have dominion over you. Now, that's a shouting moment right there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if you maybe are struggling right now with something that you struggled with for decades, and you just can't seem to shake it loose. I pray that one scripture, and if I, I don't have it written down at this moment where it is, but uh, it's in Romans, and it says, Sin shall no longer have dominion in your life. It shall no longer rule in your life. And so I want you to begin to take that. See, the thing is, when you start learning truths in the Word of God and nuggets, and, it, and you go, wow, that's for me. I need that. I, I, need, I need to see the evidence of that in my life. Begin to pray on it. Begin to study it. Uh, begin to uh, make it a matter of prayer and believe that, hey, that is a promise to me. It doesn't just apply to everyone else and it leaves me out because I'm such a, a mess. I'm, I'm, I've tried so many times and messed up. I'm not worthy of that. Just put all that lies aside and cast that down and just say, you know what? Sin shall no longer have dominion over me and begin to pray. And when you start to feel tempted to fall back into that old behavior, you declare with authority and by faith as a little child, the word of God says sin shall no longer have dominion over me. It shall no longer rule in my life. And so, but the word of God is chock full of those promises and those, those, that empowerment. There's power in the word and there's power in the name of Jesus, there's power in the Holy Spirit. It's Romans 6.14. Romans 6.14. Thank you, Dawn. Mm-hmm. Romans 6.14. Sin shall no longer have dominion over you. you are Praise not under God. Law, but under grace. Say that. Read, read that, Dawn. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. 
I mean, that'll that'll empower you right there. Right, right. Taking the grace to empower you instead of just the grace to continue. Yeah, right. Right. That's that's say that again. You need to take the grace to empower you to be free instead of taking the grace to continue in the sin. That's a good way to put it. And we've talked about that many times throughout the years on the radio is that, you know, the, there's power to break you loose from habitual, a habitual lifestyle of sin. And the grace message has been uh, twisted in some cases saying, well, because of grace, I can continue doing this that you know you've been convicted over. You know it doesn't line up with the Word of God and that you just you just continue in it. And it's a lie and it's deception that says that it's okay, and it isn't. But thank God for the power to be broken. Grace not only is a grace that forgives sin, it empowers you to walk free from it. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about. Right. The grace to walk free from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can be set free. I have been set free from so many generational curses and behaviors of addictions and uh, sexual sins that was passed down from, you know, that I had to stand against and say, no, that's not me. That's been cut off. Thank God I got mm-hmm. saved at 10 years old and, and the Lord began teaching me to stand against that because, you know, it was trying to lure me in. But thank God it wasn't because I was so awesome. <laughs> it wasn't because I was it's so never smart. never because of who we are. It's no. Of who he is. Yeah, or so anointed <laughs> or just, oh, you know, it wasn't any of that. It was the grace and the mercy of God and just understanding that I did not have to do that anymore. I didn't have to become that like others in before me had that I could actually be a generational curse breaker and break that thing off where not only I was led around by it and a slave to it, but also that my children wouldn't have to be right. Mm-hmm. And so that is that such a good point, Don. Um, and that's, that's where we want to land today. Okay. Is that we do not have to continue the lifestyle of sin, even if it was passed down to generations. You do not have to continue your lifestyle of sin. Praise God. Thank you, Father. I mean, all I mean, we've been talking about God power and willpower. I mean, all of my thoughts of, I will, you know, because my mother was such an alcoholic, bless her heart, she was caught in such a trap. And then there were those that, you know, were pedophiles and those type of things in my background. And, you know, that's a spirit. Those mm-hmm. are spirits, mm-hmm. right? They loved me. They loved me, but I still got caught. You know, it, it affected me. Their love didn't prevent. Yeah, right. Protect you. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and things happened to me. But thank God I did not have to participate and continue that and say, well, they've all succumbed and fell to that i'm going to too and it sure wasn't because of my willpower it sure wasn't because i was all that nope it's the power in the name of jesus you learn to call on and call into your life the power to do it the grace to do it appropriate appropriate the Uh grace to that not just forgive sins but the grace that sets you free from that lifestyle that continual lifestyle of sin continue to propagate that sin and walk in it and say like a you're like a slave to it that the enemy wants to keep you entrapped in it and there like i said that twisted grace says that you know 
I can still continue in this when the real grace says, I'll set you free from that, right? Right. I'm here to set you free from that. And as we learn to, to appropriate every single thing that Jesus Christ paid for in his death, burial, and resurrection, not just our eternity, praise God in heaven, but everything in my life and your life, it is um, covered under that death, burial, and resurrection. You do not have to continue in that sin. Praise God. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but if you lived in a situation that I did growing up, you would understand more. And I wish I could put it in words better. And I know there's people out there, you're like, yeah, this happened to me and that happened to me. And, and my mom did this, my dad did this, my uncles and da, da, da. It's just, there's no use that we can't, it's too strong for us. I, I can't help it. I'm going to, I'm, I'm caught in the same trap. No, there's power in the name of Jesus. Romans six fourteen: sin shall no longer rule. And have dominion over you. The power and the blood of Jesus is much greater than that. And the grace to be healed in that area too. Amen. When something happened to you that you don't have to stay in bitterness and anger and, and misery and depression or whatever. I mean, that's a whole lump. Yeah. The enemy doesn't come in with one thing and think he's going to, you know, take you out with it. No, he tries to bring in the whole dump truck. Yeah, he sure with does. With one thing, he brings in more. Yeah, exactly. So it, the grace, the grace is also to set you free from all the effects mm -hmm. of any abuse or addiction or anything that you've experienced. Yes, I'm telling you what, I'm, I'm living proof that God will heal you and set you free from it. And even use you to turn around and exactly. lead someone to Christ that right. did it to you. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it, the ones that perpetrated the sins against you, need Christ. Mm -hmm. They need forgiveness just as much as we need forgiveness for anything we've ever done. They're caught in a trap. They're too. caught in a trap. And we're dealing with spiritual things that have come and played out in the natural. Uh, the real enemy is Satan, not people. And if we can keep that in mind that we, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness, then it's much easier to allow the grace of God to enable you to forgive and let it go. Forgive and let it go and not hold it against them because when you, it's almost like having an aerial view that you can see the demonic spirits that attached to this one and that one that tried to and that pulled them into the pedophile lifestyle, pulled them in into addiction, pulled them into whatever it was, the depression and all those things. You can, and when you begin to violence. see that and <laughs> violence, yeah, because that was part of my family, mm -hmm. you know, um, that you can see then, oh, they're not the enemy. They succumbed and yielded to the true enemy. Mm -hmm. They could have said no, but most people, if they are not, if they don't have Christ, they don't know. Yeah. they don't know that they need to say yeah, no sometimes, uh, right? And they don't know how to say no. <clears throat> how to say no? And so this will help you if you let you. I mean, it's just good, simple stuff that if you just remember, it's a spiritual battle. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. But we have authority over them. And we can practice living in newness of life. Yes, right, right. And, and we are seated. In Ephesians, it says we are seated with Christ in heavenly places far above 
of principalities and powers and every name that is named. And when you begin to realize and then, and then Jesus gave the authority of his name to cast out demons, to take authority over and break off assignments and generational sins, buddy, I'll empower you right there. And it's, it, listen, it's for whosoever. I'm a whosoever. Me too. Thank God. So Thank are you. God. Everybody's you know, a whosoever. I think <laughs> about how different my life would be, Dawn, if not for the grace and the mercy and the power and the blood in the name of Jesus and all that Jesus did for me. How different I would be, my children and my grandchildren, my marriage, everything would be so different. It probably wouldn't still be married because, you know, that was a really a generational thing. My mother had been married six times. Uh, but thank God. God saved my mama. You know, he delivered her. Thank God he delivered me from, from entering into, although I was tempted. He, he, he delivered me from it and showed me what to do to break it off in the name of Jesus, breaking off that generational curse of addiction. And you do it by faith and by saying it out loud and break it off and declare, I forgive and I let it go. I cancel their debt. I'm moving forward in my life. This, this The blood of Jesus now covers me. The blood of Jesus is now in my family lineage. Not all that that the enemy passed down and speak and, and, and walk in that love and that grace, I'm telling you, it will, it will change your world. Amen. It will change your world. Oh, my goodness. We're going to have to, to uh, take a quick break in just a moment, uh, but don't go anywhere because uh, I want to invite you to call our prayer line, 866-241-0579, 866-241-0579. We have prayer ministers that will pray for you and help you and send you out some scriptures free. Also, if you want to go to a uh, website, thank you. <laughs> I knew there was a word there, website, at lueda.org. You can get lots and lots of free resources, tons of our previous radio programs, Be Free. But we also have a TV show called Be Free that airs on the Impact Christian Network, which is all over the United States and different parts of the world. So you can go and watch that, too. Uh, just go to lueda.org. And... And just begin listening to those things. I mean, it's just the word, right? It is the word. It's, it's, it's him. It's not us or anything about us. It's him. And so I believe it'll help you. And if you would like to give to support the mission to take the word of God to the nations, uh, if you want to support the mission and the calling and, and be a part of that, you can do that there as well. And I'd really appreciate it. That would help us. Uh, to continue preaching on radio, TV, in person, and all the different things that we're doing. Kenya, yes, I'm going to be going to Kenya. You're going to be hearing more of that. Going to Kenya in May, if you would like to give to that, for Don's going to go with me, hallelujah. And I'm going to get to preach and minister to pastors over there who are then going to take it back to their people. And I'm going to get to minister to women. And so I'm so excited about that. But it takes a lot of money to do that, Don. So we're doing it by faith. So if you want to be a part of it, no pressure, but pray. No pressure. Sure, pray. No pressure, pray. And uh, you can do that at lueda.org. Guys, we love you. We'll be back in a flash.